baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up, and your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. Mornings. This is KNSS, Wichita's number one talk. Always live on the free Odyssey app. This is the station you turn to first for live team coverage of breaking news. 98.7 and 13.30 KNSS, Wichita's number one talk. Good morning, 6 o'clock. This is the KNSS Morning News with Steve and Ted. I'm Steve McIntyre. We have a few clouds right now and 34 degrees. President Joe Biden has wrapped up his first visit to the southern border since taking office. Fox's Mark Meredith has more from El Paso, Texas. The president started his tour in El Paso at the Bridge of the Americas, El Paso's busiest port of entry. He saw firsthand how U.S. Customs officials use technology to prevent drugs and other contraband from trying to come into the country. The White House says it is spending more money through the Infrastructure Act to beef up El Paso's border facilities, specifically about $600 million going to that port alone. Cameras were also there as the president got an up-close look at the U.S.-Mexico border, seeing along with some of the members of the congressional delegation along with him what these Border Patrol agents are dealing with when it comes to keeping migrants from trying to cross over into the United States. Now, late today, the president also saw a migrant assistance center. Humanitarian groups have repeatedly said that they have simply been overwhelmed by the sheer amount of people seeking assistance. The president was even asking them, what do they need? And they said that they simply need more resources, more money, more help. Texas Governor Greg Abbott also met President Biden on the tarmac shortly after he landed and handed the president a letter which he says outlines five different things that the president can do differently to improve border security. The extreme weather across the country during the Christmas holiday didn't just disrupt travel and power. It also led to a 10-cent jump in gas prices. Oil industry analyst Trilby Lundberg. The crippling cold in many cases actually idled refining capacity, creating malfunctions. Several plants around the country have had to idle important capacities And this cut into gasoline output, which then, of course, raised prices for remaining gallons. The new national average is $3.37 a gallon. Democrat Laura Kelly is preparing to be sworn in for a second term as Kansas governor. She is facing a Republican-led legislature and a new hard-right state attorney general. Kelly and other statewide elected officials are scheduled to take their oaths of office in a ceremony at noon today in Topeka that includes her inaugural address. She often uses her major public speeches to promote bipartisanship. The Wichita City Council has a handful of new items to discuss at Tuesday's meeting. The council will discuss the Clap Park Master Plan. Funding will be used to study, design, and implement improvements to the bridges and creek, an exclusive playground, parking lot improvements, and a dog park. This year's budget totals $3.1 million and will be funded by general obligation bonds. The city looks to fund another year of their water rebate program, which started in 2013. The program offers rebates in the form of water bill credits with the intent of encouraging the installation of water-efficient devices and appliances. Finally, the council will discuss a roughly $20,000 agreement to purchase overdose recovery kits. 
The funds are available from an earlier opioid settlement. Rodney Price, KNSS News. U.S. Representative Ron Estes tells KNSS News the 20 Republicans who held out voting for a Speaker of the House have legitimate concerns. In terms of how much money we're spending, how much are, we're increasing the debt, and, and how, do we, how do we put forth good Republican policies and make sure they get promoted, passed out of the House, and fought for to get passed through the Senate and signed by the President? House Republicans elected Kevin McCarthy as Speaker of the House over the weekend. Ron Estes was a guest uh, Sunday night on the John Whitmer Show on KNSS. KNSS News Time now, 6.04, four minutes past 6 o'clock. The KNSS Morning News with Stephen Ted now, 6.09, nine minutes past 6 o'clock. One person was hospitalized after being shot Saturday night near Green and Mossman in East Wichita. The victim hospitalized with non-life-threatening injuries. Police are still investigating what led to the shooting. Wichita police are trying to determine why a car crashed into a home Saturday afternoon in the southwest part of the city. The crash occurred in the 1400 block of South Martinson. Police say two people in the car when it crashed have minor injuries. A person inside the home was not injured. The husband of Anna Walsh, a missing Massachusetts mother of three, is under arrest and is being charged with misleading a police investigation. Fox's Drew Caretis has more. Just one day after police said they were wrapping up their search efforts near the Walsh family property, investigators descended on the home for a third straight day, this time going inside the couple's house and scouring the yard. Missing mother Anna Walsh and her husband Brian's three boys between the ages of two and six are now in state custody. Their father in police custody. The Norfolk County District Attorney's Office, which is taking the lead on the investigation, is not saying exactly how Brian Walsh allegedly misled authorities. Police say he reported his wife Anna missing this past Wednesday, three days after she was last seen at the couple's Cohasset home in the early morning hours of New Year's Day. Walsh is expected to appear in court today. Investigators in Virginia are saying a six-year-old shot and critically wounded his teacher Friday. Fox's Christina Coleman has more. Police say the teacher, Abby Swerner, is now listed in stable condition. Her condition is improving after she suffered life-threatening injuries. The shooting happened at Richneck Elementary School Friday afternoon. It's unclear how the six-year-old boy gained access to a loaded gun or what exactly led up to the shooting. Police say there was an altercation of some kind. The altercation was between a six-year-old, the, the student uh, who did have the firearm, and the teacher, and then a round was fired. Um, like I said, she suffered a, a gunshot wound and has been transported to the hospital. That's where my thoughts and prayers are at right now. Police say this was not an accidental shooting in Newport News, Virginia. They did not say if they have been in contact with the boy's parents. The shooter is too young to be sent to the Department of Juvenile Justice if found guilty, but a judge could have him removed from his parents' custody. KNSS News time now, 611, 11 minutes past 6 o'clock. Traffic so far this morning, things looking pretty good on the Wichita roadways out there. Volumes just kind of starting to pick up out there. Uh, we do have a stalled out vehicle. It is southbound on I-135. It's at uh, Hydraulic Street down there in South Wichita. Watch out for a slowdown there. Traffic update, 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. I'm Jed Chambers. 
And now the forecast with KNSS staff meteorologist Dan Holliday. Good morning, Dan. Good morning. We may see a few clouds drift across south-central Kansas this morning with a gradual clearing sky, sunny and near 55 later on today. We will be clear overnight, Charlo 32, then partly sunny and a bit warmer on Tuesday with a high 58, cooler on Wednesday with a high 54. I'm KNSS meteorologist Dan Holliday. Now a few clouds, 35 degrees. We have a south wind at 13 miles per hour. Stephen Ted of the morning here on KNSS, January, Monday, January 9th, 2023. And uh, was on this date. Well, let's, let's look at yesterday, this is July, January 9th. We had a sunny day, Central Kansas Sunday. Pretty nice weather all week, frankly, as I took a few days off. I got out quite a bit. Wichita's high temperature yesterday, 55 degrees. Normal high for the date, 43. So, yeah, I had a little pretty nice weather. Uh, on this date in 1987, the White House released a January 1986 memorandum prepared for President Ronald Reagan by Lieutenant Colonel Oliver L. North, showing a link between U.S. arms sales to Iran and the release of American hostages in Lebanon, the Iran-Contra scandal. Good morning, Ted Woodward. Hey, Steve McIntosh. Welcome back. Yeah, good to be back in the kind of chilly out there, but not too bad. That's nah, not that bad. It'd be a lot worse. As we've already experienced, and we probably will again. New Orleans kicking off its annual carnival season already. City officials marked the pre-Lenten season start Friday morning. Lent in an isn't event that far away. With brass band music, costume revelers, masked riders planned a raucous journey on the city's St. Charles Avenue streetcar route Friday night. In an annual March her- heralding, Joan of Arc was set for the French Quarter. Underpinning the celebration concerns over crime and a depleted police force, Mayor LaToya Cantrell announced a plan to bolster law enforcement by hiring officers from outside agencies. New Orleans and a suburban college. This is interesting to me. A suburban Chicago college postponed two men's basketball games after five players went to a hospital following a rigorous workout. Concordia University Chicago also temporarily removed coach Steve Kohler. Athletic director Pete Ganan sent a letter to parents saying that the team was put through an intense collegiate-level circuit training on December 31st. I don't know what that is. Sounds like weights, though, circuit training. Ganan says he's investigating whether the difficult workout was in response to players missing curfew on a trip to California to play two games. Last player was released from a hospital Saturday. The Cougars postponed game Saturday and last Tuesday. Must have, been, must have been one heck of a workout. Sending people to the hospital. Never heard of that before. You send five physically fit young men to the hospital. Something's going on. Something bad happened. They're not going to break curfew anymore. Yeah, maybe. maybe. <laughs> After one of the largest meltdowns in airline history, Southwest Airlines has shared that the issues it faced over the holidays will cost the company upwards of 800 $25 million, more than 16,000, almost 17,000 flights canceled Oof. during one of the busiest times to fly and after the airline processed customer, processes customer refunds and upgrades its scheduling, uh, upgrades its scheduling software, it's expected to take heavy losses over $800 million. That's a lot of money. Sure is. You can read more about that on our webpage, knssradio.com. And more than that, just the overwhelming negative publicity they've been receiving for weeks and weeks and weeks. Awful. Simply awful. But they're a budget airline. 
As soon as someone has to fly again, they'll look at the prices and go, well, I guess I'll fly in Southwest. Budget, yeah, Southwest is Otherwise, cheaper. it's twice as expensive going on another airline. Here's what you could encounter on a flight. Indian police have arrested an unruly airline passenger after a senior citizen said he urinated on her in business class. <clears throat> a New Delhi police spokesperson says Shankar Mishra was arrested Saturday for the incident November 26th on a flight from New York to New Delhi. The Times of India quotes Mishra as saying he was drunk and could not believe what he had done. A New Delhi court has sent him to prison for 14 days while police investigate. If convicted, he faces up to three years in prison. Now that, I would say, is pretty unruly behavior. To do that to another Not good. And while all this was going on, oh well. Maybe they gave. Maybe they should limit what that guy gets to drink on a flight. Six uh, seventeen now. Stephen Ted in the morning here on KNSS. Time for leadoff sports with Ted Woodward this morning. Ted, Shockers playing some basketball last night. Yeah. Well, yesterday afternoon. Afternoon. Yeah. Right? The Shocks were on the road in Tampa, taking on South Florida. Both teams looking for their first conference win of the season. It looked pretty bleak for the Shockers. Frankly, they were down by fourteen points early in the second half. Just had nothing going on. Then the final 17 minutes of the game turned for the Shockers. They started getting getting live, making some baskets. Shocks got things going. And then in the final five minutes, Wichita State was just clutch every time down the floor. Mike Kennedy and Bob Hole had the call of the game right here. Oh, I'm sorry. It was over on 103.7 KEYN. Rojas at the left elbow. Hand off to Porter. Curl into the top. Bounce pass down low to Poto. Right side. Out to Porter. Over in the left wing. Flanagan for another three. Got it again. Melvion Flanagan just going off here for the Shockers. He's got 16. That's his fourth tray. And it is a two-point ball game with 3.35 to go. That would be a career-high 16 points for Melvion Flanagan. The walk-on coming off the bench to spark the Shockers. Wichita State was perfect in the final five minutes. Six for six from the field. As part of a 19-8 run to finish the game, and the Shockers came all the way back from 14 points down and beat the Bulls 70-66. Another star for the Shockers, James Rojas, spoke after the game with Bob Hole. It looked like today, especially in the second half, you guys were determined to shut that faucet off and not let them get any second shots. Yeah, I mean, I mean, we emphasized it at halftime. They had nine offensive rebounds the first half. Uh, I'm not sure how many they ended up with in, in the second half, but... Uh, no, we emphasize that halftime. Everybody needs to crash down. Only two. Yeah, that's big time. Uh, we we emphasize that the bigs were going to hit the bigs and get them out of there, and then everybody was going to crash down. So, I mean, I, we executed that for sure. The Shockers had lost 11 straight games when trailing at halftime. They finally got that streak beaten yesterday. The Shocks had gone 11 months without a second-half comeback trailing at halftime. Here's Shocker head coach Isaac Brown. You know, those guys stayed together. I think we got down 14. Um, they started to get some easy baskets. We wasn't taking care of the basketball. Uh, we tried to go into Kenny a lot in that second half, and he started to draw a lot of fouls. I thought that helped us because that made them not defend at the level they were defending at. And uh, when he started to get the ball inside, Melvion started to heat up and make some open shots. Um, those guys battled all night. So proud of them. We got to go back and work on that free throw line, though. Coach, they're referring to Kenny Poto. He had 14 points and 10 rebounds. Shocks get their first conference win, now 8-8 eight and eight on the season. They have the entire midweek off. They'll play next weekend. We'll talk some basketball tonight on the weekly edition of Hawk Talk with head K 
Kansas men's basketball coach Bill Self. That'll be at 6 o'clock tonight over on 97.5 and 1240 KFH. Jayhawks are getting ready to host Oklahoma in Lawrence tomorrow night. KU right now is ranked number three in the nation. They're on an eight-game winning streak with a record of 14-1. and one. Pro football, the regular season wrapped up yesterday in the National Football League, so all the playoff spots are decided. Of course, the Kansas City Chiefs, you heard the game right here Saturday afternoon on KNSS. The Chiefs won that game at Las Vegas, and that clinched the number one spot in the conference for the Chiefs, and that means they don't have to play this weekend. They get the week off while everybody else plays in the playoffs. So the Chiefs get a week to rest up. Don't have to play till two weeks from now. The Chiefs will either play the Jacksonville, the Chargers, the Ravens, or the Dolphins in the first round of the playoffs. We'll know by next Sunday night who the Chiefs' opponent will be. So the Chiefs get a nice uh, week off to watch everyone else beat each other up. Chiefs will be rested for the playoffs two weeks from now. Hockey action last night. The second place Wichita Thunder on the road at Tulsa. And Wichita gets a nice win, 3-2 to two in a shootout in front of 5,600 in Tulsa. As uh, Jay Dickman got the game-winning goal in the shootout, and Thunder goalie Strauss Mann had 42 saves and got all three stopped in the shootout. Nicely done. The Thunder has won eight of its last 11 games and playing some good hockey right now. Indoor soccer. Yesterday, the Wichita Wings won their road opener on the road, beat the Kansas Bandits 6-4 to as Wichita... Got three straight goals in the final 13 minutes for the comeback win on the road. The Wings are off to a 2-1 and one start on the season. And that's sports with Stephen Ted. 621 now. Keep it here for Dr. Sanjay Gupta. Some more health problems after the pandemic. That's coming up. Stephen Ted of the morning here on KNSS. Selling a little or a lot. Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other other leading commerce platforms and sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. and Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24/7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odyssey podcast all lowercase go to shopify.com slash odyssey podcast now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in shopify.com slash odyssey podcast baseball is in full swing nba playoffs are heating up and your nfl team is gearing up for training camp listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the odyssey app the biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives. Streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. Oh. 
This is Stephen Tad on 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. Good morning, Steve McIntosh, Ted Woodward, 630 here on this Monday morning and 35 degrees now. One person died. Two people were injured after an SUV being pursued by police crashed into another vehicle early Sunday after an armed robbery in Kansas City, Missouri. Police say the SUV was traveling at a high speed when it went through a red light and struck a Nissan Altima. A passenger in the front of the Nissan died at the scene of the crash. The Nissan's driver suffered life-threatening injuries and was taken to a hospital. The SUV driver was taken to a hospital with serious injuries. The Kansas Bureau of Investigation and the Kansas Department of Corrections are investigating a homicide Friday night at the Lansing Correctional Facility. Just before 8.30 p.m., corrections officers were summoned to a two-person cell by a 25-year-old male inmate in the cell. When they arrived, they found the other occupant, 62-year-old Gary Rayburn, unresponsive. He appeared to have been attacked and strangled. Corrections officers and EMS attempted life-saving measures, but Rayburn was deceased an hour later. An autopsy will be conducted. A suspect has been identified, but charges are pending. Rayburn was serving time for violations of the Kansas Offender Registration Act while in Sedgwick County. Prior to that, he served nearly 10 years for an aggravated kidnapping conviction from Neosho County. Rodney Price, KNSS News. Oklahoma's newly re-elected governor and other statewide elected officials are preparing to take their oaths of office. The inaugural ceremony today on the south steps of the state capitol. Governor Kevin Stitt also planning to host a series of inaugural balls ahead of the ceremony. California was hit with more turbulent weather as thunderstorms, snow, and damaging winds swept into the northern part of the state. Sunday's system preceded another series of incoming storms this week that raised the potential for flooding, rising rivers, and mudslides on soils already saturated after days of rain. In the state capital, more than 60,000 customers, down from more than 350,000, were without electricity after gusts hopping 60 miles per hour knocked down power lines. Police in Houston want to question a restaurant patron who was caught on video shooting and killing a masked gunman who attempted to rob the restaurant. Fox's Charles Watson has more. There are certainly a lot of questions about whether the shooting of an armed robber by a customer inside of a Houston restaurant was justified. And here's why. The armed man dressed in black pointing his gun at patrons as he demands they hand over their valuables. As the armed robber turns his back and walks towards the entrance, a customer, a man in the booth to the far left, pulls out a gun and fires nine times, shooting and killing the suspect. Most of the shots coming as the man was on the ground. Moments later, the customer who fired those shots takes the suspect's weapon and throws it at the wall after realizing the gun was plastic. He then returns stolen money to other customers before he's later seen throwing a cup at the lifeless suspect as he leaves the restaurant. The owner of the restaurant says he's thankful for the customer's action. It's calling him a hero. Police say the customer is not charged with any crime for the time being. Now look at the forecast with KNSS staff meteorologist Dan Holliday. Good morning, Dan. Good morning. Quiet weather for us here in Wichita early on with a few passing clouds. It'll be clearing today. Temperatures running about 10 degrees above average later on this afternoon. Our high 55, clear overnight, Tarlow 32. Then sunny on Tuesday with a high 58 and a chance of light rain or light snow by late Wednesday night. I'm KNSS meteorologist Dan Holliday. Now a few clouds, 35 degrees. We have a south wind at 13 miles per hour. Stephen 10 in the morning here on KNSS and... Uh, 
Today is January 9th, Monday, January 9th, on the state in 1965. The Beatles' 65 album hit number one, stayed there for nine weeks. I remember that. That was, uh, I was in junior high school, Ted. That Beatles, they were something else. That was big time, man. Brand new, brand new group of guys, brand new type of music. Whoa. Family in Plainville, Connecticut, has discovered a black bear hibernating under their backyard deck. Visit just, just hanging out. Yeah. Waiting for some picnic baskets. Waiting for the spring. It's <laughs> kind of what I'm doing these days. <laughs> Vincent Dashukevich said he found the bear looking back at him when he went to investigate why his dog was growling. Family was decided has decided to let the sleeping bear lie after the Department of Energy and Environmental Protection advised them to leave the bear alone. Yeah, just leave him there. If it's not causing any problems. The agency says the bear will likely leave by the end of the month. Really? Dushikewicz says he checked on the bear a few times, says the bear is super chill, and looked at him He's a few times, tired. but is greatly calm right now. That's why they hibernate. They like to go in there and go to sleep for, for quite a while. It's called hibernating. And, yeah, sometimes I feel like doing that all winter myself. Stephen Ted in the morning here on KNSS. Now, your arteries after the holidays aren't the only thing clogged with butter. Uh-oh. A fire last week at a Wisconsin. Wisconsin dairy plant has left storm drains and historic canal filled with dairy. Oh, boy. Buttered up the storm drains. That that smells good. According to the Wisconsin Department of Natural Resources, the fire at an associated milk producer facility in Portage left an estimated 20 gallons of butter in the Portage Canal via a storm sewer. Hmm. More on this at our webpage, knssradio.com. But, uh, yeah, the butter sculpture went down the drain. That's a lot of butter. Clogging it up, man. All right. So I had a couple of days off. Thank you for filling filling in there, Ted. And you guys did a great job. Well, as you had nine days off. Yeah, you but had a nine, nine, nine day break. Four business days. Though. Yeah, but the nine days. Four of, work days, nine days total. Nine days sleeping in. How about that? Man. Did you enjoy it? Well, <laughs> every minute. Good, good. Of course, uh, midweek, we, we got our lunch together with our colleagues. And uh, only only one other guy showed up, Jim Kobe. Joined us for lunch at New Way on Wednesday. That was interesting because uh, we had a couple more guys that bailed on us, but you and I and Jed and, T- and Jim had a great lunch at New Way. Of course, we started out going to Angelo's, and then in the course of getting this all together, my wife discovered Angelo's doesn't open till 3 Yeah, they, uh, they're not open for lunch on so Wednesday. So we had to do some quick uh, yeah. exchanges. And I said, oh, so I'm, saying, I'm at home and I'm getting, okay, New Way's better. I go down to the New Way on Douglas, and I'm sitting there waiting for you guys, and you're at the New Way. <laughs> yeah, we chose other... the New Way right by Angelo's. We thought, you're heading to Angelo's anyway, just go over to the New Way. On the other side of town. Anyway, we finally got together. It was, it was fun, as always. Oh, it's good to see Jim, who is, of course, he's, he works at Spirit Aerosystems now, and for years worked in radio and TV here in Wichita as, as, sports, as a sports commentator and so forth. So, yeah, that was fun. Well, and, and yeah. He he wasn't aware that there was still a new way at Central and Woodlawn, and he wasn't. No, and did they change it though? It was in another building then. Didn't well, it? there used to be that little central building that had yeah a drugstore and new way and all sorts of other little things. That yeah. building got torn down. Okay, and McDonald's built a new place. Well, we had a good time. That, let's see. Uh, coming up here an hour from now, we'll talk with the mayor, Wichita Mayor Brandon Whipple. We call it uh, Mondays with the Mayor, and that will be on the way at uh, around. 7.35 this morning. Yeah, we haven't spoken to the mayor in like three weeks. We've had Mondays right. off. We've taken Mondays, Mondays yeah. off, and uh, 
He's probably wanting to. He's probably chomping the bit with it. Probably amusing anecdotes today. What do you think? I'm sure it will be. Six thirty-seven now. Stephen Ted here on KNSS. It's time for the KNSS Commodities Update with Tom Leffler of Leffler Commodities. Good morning, Tom. Well, good morning, Stephen Ted. Friday, the entire cattle complex closed on the negative side. February and April, live cattle had 10 session lows. January feeders made 11 session low, and the March feeders were near their low of the week. Cash cattle trading prices look to be steady to maybe a little lower versus the previous week, and the lean hogs continue to slide with some contracts closing negative for the sixth or seventh straight session. On the close Friday, February live cattle 57 cents lower, 156.77. March feeders down 90 cents at 185.65. And Febbling hogs down $2.25 at $80.27. Now, dry weather and lower production estimates in Argentina supported the soybean complex back on Friday. The dollar made a five week high Friday and then closed negative. Now, Thursday is the release this week of, the, of several significant USDA crop reports. Now, last Last week, the March Casey wheat lost 56 cents. March corn lost 24 cents. March soybeans lost 31 cents for the week. At the moment, March Kansas City wheat's two pennies higher at 8.34. March corn down a half a penny at 6.53 and a half. And March soybeans four and a half cents higher at $14.97. February crude oil is two dollars seventy cents higher at 76.47. February gold ten dollars and ten cents higher at 1879 dollars and ninety cents. The March S&P's nineteen and a half points higher at 3935. March dollar index down 34 cents at 103 dollars and 30 cents, with the March Dow Jones futures 120 points higher at 33,893. For commodity trading or ag marketing advisory, contact Lefter Commodities on the phone or on the web by using 866-GO-TO-TOM. Hey, Tom, haven't talked to you since the new year arrived. I've talked to you last year. I've been doing just fine. How about yourself? You okay? Uh, Celebrate the new year, bring it in and... 12.30 in, in Augusta, watching the ball drop out there, right? Actually, we did bring it in. First time I've done that in a long time. Wow. And, uh, uh, that was quite a feat. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, you don't have to stay awake all the way up to 12 o'clock. You can take a couple of naps in between like 8 and 9 and 10, you know, you do that way, right? I'll remember that next time. You can't just go in there and just drink like a fish till the, till the New Year. <laughs> What about you, Steve? What do you do? I can't remember. Oh, it's about about nine or ten. Okay. <laughs> you know, a new year is not necessarily good news for an old timer like me. I guess it is good news. You get one more year, right? You know? That's exactly right. Yeah. Well, okay. This looks like uh, two twenty twenty three going to be a pretty exciting time for you, Tom. You got anything special going on this year? I think our markets are going to be exciting. That's for one big thing out there. <laughs> exciting. <And> unfortunately, <laughs> it might not be exactly what most people want to see. Yeah, not the kind of excitement you like. Huh? Exactly. All right. Thank you, sir. Thank you, sir. That's uh, Tom Leffler of Leffler Commodities, 641. Stephen 10 in the morning here. Coming up, we got Don Grant, CFP, the money tracker. Markets dipped, investors saved. Don's on the way. Stephen 10 in the morning here on KNSS. Stephen Ted in the morning, KNSS, 6.46 on this Monday morning. Three big things. Basketball, Wichita State 70, South Florida 66. 
Extreme weather brings a 10-cent increase in gas prices nationwide over the holidays to an average of $3.37 a gallon. President Biden completes a four-hour visit to the southern border. Three big things, Steve and Ted on KNSS. No change in the gasoline prices out there. Uh, we're starting off the week two ninety nine a gallon, uh, same as the, after it jumped up about midweek last week. So yeah, two ninety nine a gallon gasoline traffic update from ninety eight seven and thirteen thirty KNSS. I'm Jed Chambers. Sunny today with a high of fifty five degrees. Yesterday's high was fifty five degrees. Mostly clear tonight. The overnight low thirty. Tuesday mostly sunny. Tomorrow's high fifty eight degrees. Now. Few clouds, south wind at 13 miles per hour, and 35 degrees. Stephen, 10 in the morning on KNSS. Solar power could become less costly in the not-too-distant future. Fox on set. Have you started lighting your kitchen with battery-powered flashlights yet? Electric bills are incredibly high these days, and things like solar have never been more attractive to homeowners, except for the cost. Even with financing tied to your mortgage escrow, whatever you save on the power bill is lost in paying for your system. But a new product aims to make it a little less expensive. EchoFlow has a whole home backup power solution that costs you maybe what you would spend on a generator. The Delta Pro power stations aren't generators, but high-capacity rechargeable batteries that can power your home in the case of a blackout or if you want to go off-grid when power costs are peaking, as they do in some states. They come in various sizes, with big ones to power mansions and small ones to keep lights on in tiny cabins. And there's a tax break, too. With Fox on Tech, I'm Evan Brown, Fox News. Markets dipped, investors saved. Don Grant, CFP, the money tracker with us this morning. Good morning, Don. Well, good morning and welcome back, Steve. Good to be with you. (laughs) Good to have you here. Oh, boy. Making me cough with joy. You know, we all watch Wall Street dip into bear market much of 2022. And in spite of that, the Wall Street Journal reports that while the big institutional investors approached the market with much caution and they they sold out throughout the year, individual investors dove in. Now, we haven't seen the stock market bob and weave more than it did in 2022 since nearly a decade and a half ago in 2008. Last year, individual investors who favor exchange-traded and mutual funds doubled down and dropped $100 billion into the markets. That's the biggest, rather the highest amount on record going back to 2000. Institutional investors have been working to control risk by selling off and increasing their cash holdings. Goldman Sachs reports that mutual fund managers have increased their cash holdings to the highest level since early 2000, early 2020, rather. They are now at 2.5% versus 1.5% a year ago. For individual investors who have survived the dot-com bubble and the, the real estate crisis, there is a realization that the markets have always returned to previous highs. So they're playing the long game by putting some cash that was on the sidelines to work when the markets were down. The philosophy that I've heard from many investors is that stocks are one of the best strategies in town to counter inflation. Now, it may be tough to watch a new infusion of cash into the markets dip, but history has taught many investors to dig in and wait it out. Hedge fund managers, whose job it is to spot trends and place their money in the right position to grow, 
have largely decided that the markets have more downside to go. We won't know whether the institutional or the individual investors will be the victors in the near future. If we see a big rally in coming sessions, the hedge fund experts may be caught flat-footed. And, of course, if you have any questions, give me a call. The number is 267-0600. And uh, ask for me, Don Grant. I was perusing my Wichita Eagle newspaper You were perusing. That's a big word. And uh, uh, they had an article there and a book that's come out. Yeah, I thought you might be interested in book by Paul Dooley. Paul Dooley, yeah, I, Paul worked, Dooley. I worked with him in, uh, in Monster in the Closet. Yeah, the book is Movie Dad. Oh, he was wow. a dad in Sixteen Candles, and I think one or two others. I think they had listed there. Oh, that's but, interesting. It did not mention uh, Monster in the Closet. Monster in the Closet. Oh, I thought that would that's be probably bad. the big thing that he wrote about because it was a highlight for his career. Obviously, sure it was. Yeah, it opened in seven theaters nationwide. <laughs> What, what was his role in Monster in the Closet? Oh, he played Stella Stevens' husband. <laughs> really? Yeah, he got killed by the monster. Oh, he oh did? shoot! I'm sorry, I ruined oh, it for those of you who haven't seen a 1987 movie. <laughs> monster in the Closet. Check it out. Don Grant in there. Oh gosh, Donald Grant to you. Donald, Donald Grant. Grant. Yes, yes. Uh, with Paul Dooley and Stella Stevens. Well, that's interesting. Well, I, that? I, I may pick up his book just to. Support him. Apparently, he's he did some he's done some work in movies. Oh yeah, he's a recognizable uh, character actor. Very I mean, busy yes. character actor. Yeah, in his career. Yeah. yeah, he's kept. Today is uh, National Clean Off Your Desks Day. Good idea. When was the last time you cleaned out your workspace? Did you know the average work desk can be one hundred times filthier than a kitchen mm-hmm. table? <laughs> Nasty. I believe it. Nasty, right? <laughs> You know what amazes me is about once a week, and I don't eat at my desk a lot. Once a week, I will grab my keyboard and and slam it upside oh, down, God, and the crumbs that come yeah. out of the keyboard. <laughs> I mean, when I'm not even eating there, where where there's must be a crumb fairy that goes yeah. to keyboard boards and just yeah, it could uh, be the janitor is leaving leaving there. Yeah. Yeah. Do you ever do that? Try it right now. Oh my God. No, it's disgusting. We did that. The, the equipment will stop working, and we're we're dead. And <laughs> there's more. A work desk is probably 400 times less hygienic than the average toilet seat. Yeah. Oh, man. <laughs> That's what I always figure. My dandruff and my hair are the only thing holding that keyboard together, yeah. pretty much. <laughs> Thank goodness. Thanks for the visual, man. All right. National wow. Clean Up Your Desk Day. Well, you see, you see how I clutter in here. Of course, this is not really my desk, but it is. Our yeah, but you place. clean it out every. I mean, you I take all you my take stuff, all out, of stuff out of here every day. My desk, it just gets you know it just things, piles up. Yeah, oh. I'll get I'll get some literature from mm-hmm. from some fun company oh, or something. I think, oh yeah, here. I'll just yeah. read it. Yeah, and, and then I it's six months later, it's outdated, and I don't I never looked at it. Mm. All right, well, one of the uh, what else was I doing on my time off? I I already mentioned we went to lunch. What are we going to go to lunch, Don? What are you going to? We need to do gonna... that. We used to we used to have our annual Donnie by lunch, go to Stroud's thing, mm. you know. But but uh, Br- Jad's telling me that they're only open on Saturday or Fridays for lunch, right? Or probably through the weekend, huh? I'm double checking it, but yeah, he's double checking. So. Okay, we'll oh, go I... anywhere. I'll take you guys. Oh. I'll take you guys to the Candle Club. Well, they, did You'd you feel say... really exclusive. Yeah. You'd be at a private did club. Did you say the Candle Club or the Kennel Club? The, ke- the kennel club, the kennel club. We'll go to either one. Yeah. Either one. We'll just get it. Just get a bowl and just yeah, lap have, it up. Have an Alpo pizza. That sounds good. Yeah. Right? No. All right, we got to do that. Of course, we were out. Like we said, we were at New Way on 
Wednesday. And it's curiously, Ted, nobody asks us for an autograph. Curious, uh, curiously. We did have Jim there, the Cobra. Kobe, still nobody. <laughs> Kobe, the Cobra. But I did, I was. I went to two basketball games during my time out. Oh my, my granddaughters, you know, they, they're cheerleaders at Bishop Carroll, so we go to the games to support them. Uh-huh. And one of them, the uh, Northwest the other night, as I'm going in through the security, the uh, USD 259 security guard says, hey, I like that show you do on the weekends. Talking about the issue show we mm-hmm. ate a couple. Ah. I don't get many compliments on that one. Boy, but, uh, yeah, wow. you don't get that very often. Have you have you interviewed the new police chief yet? No. Are you, have you tried to get through? That'd uh, be not, a great interview, yet. I think. I'm going to wait till he's had you know, so he's had a few meetings with all the citizens who love him. Okay. And, uh, see, I, was, I don't know. I think if I wait another week, he'll probably leave. <laughs> oh man, that's uh, that's. Yeah. No, we'll see what he's about. I, I'm he's on my list. I I've got a, a pretty good list going. For the first few years. Good, 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 good. It is a great show. I mean, it really. Well, thank really you. Is. Appreciate that. 655, Stephen Ted, guys, coming up top of the hour. There are news here with Stephen Ted. President Biden visiting the southern border and nationwide gas prices up a dime over the holidays. That's on the way. Stephen Ted in the morning here on KNSS. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 